Hello and welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. It comes to you every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. My name is Edward Lauder. I'm the editor of Small Screen and all the articles, well, all the news stories, so I always say articles, but all the news stories you'll hear today on Small Screen Stories come from the website Small Screen, where you can find you can find that at small-screen.co.uk. Uh, if you could go and give that a little cruise, that would be really, really wonderful. It would help us help us out. Uh, if you could also like and subscribe, that'd be really cool as well. And uh, what else? And if you could follow us on social media, that'd be pretty damn awesome. You can find that at Small Screen Co. You can also follow me if you want on uh, on Twitter at Small Screen at uh, not Small Screen. I do tweet at small screen, but at EJ Lauder, you can follow me there. Right, now that I've got all that stuff out of the way, let's get right into the news. And uh, there's quite a bit to get into today. So uh, Friday, oh, sorry, Thursday has been, <laughs> forgetting what day it is. Thursday has been a pretty intense day, and I wanted to start off with the news that Tim Burton's The Addams Family series is first called Wednesday, and it's officially coming to Netflix. So that was announced by Netflix. This is actually something that we... Uh, kind of well we did uh, really uh, re- reveal that a couple of months ago actually that that Netflix had got the rights to it so it's actually <clears throat> the show is actually um, done by MGM so and they're they're basically giving the rights for distribution to Netflix so this is how a lot of Netflix shows are made it's made by they're made by other companies and uh, and then they kind of give off the uh, the rights like the the world the worldwide distribution rights to Netflix um, so this is what Netflix said. They said Tim Burton is bringing Wednesday Adams to Netflix in a live-action coming-of-age series. Burton will also make his TV directorial debut on the sleuthing supernatural-infused mystery that follows Wednesday as a student at Nevermore Academy. So it's very, it's going to be very um, Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, focused, which is great. They also waited for Wednesday to reveal this. So that was yesterday. Uh, it's being it's written by Smallville creators Al Goff and Miles Miller, um, Miller, sorry, and it's going to be directed by Tim Burton. Uh, so it's going again. It's a supernatural kind of mystery, which to me sounds brilliant. Uh, set in a school. Yes, sign me up. I think that's going to be great. Um, so here's the actual. Uh, it's described as a sleuthing supernatural infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams's years as a student at Nevermore Academy. That's where she attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities, thwart a monstrous killing spree that terrorizes the local town and solve a supernatural supernatural mystery that embroils her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new very tangled relationships. So, of course, her father and mother are Mortician Gomez Adams. Uh, we did uh, reveal that uh, Tim Burton was very keen on getting Johnny Depp to be in that. So that's something that I think would be really, really cool. I, I would love to see Johnny Depp get to play that role. Morticia Adams, I'm not so sure who's going to be up for the role. Pro- I mean, Evergreen is someone that, that is often uh, often there, like there or thereabouts when people are talking about Morticia Adams and also Tim Burton projects. Uh, I think either of them would do really well. I think they'd be a really, really good fit for the show. Uh, let me know what you think about that. Are you excited to see this? Is this something that you're really looking forward to? I, I think it's going to be really good. Um, I think this will probably be Tim Burton's kind of uh, well, comeback really he hasn't done anything in a while, and uh, and a lot of the stuff he's done recently hasn't been that good. So I'm actually thinking this is going to be really quite special. But let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Right, moving on and moving on to the petition to get um, Lucasfilm to rehire Gina Carano as Cara Dune. So this has been a pretty big deal actually recently. I'm pretty sure you've all seen 
that uh, Gina Carano was fired for posting some really ill, well, just silly things on online, but mainly one post in particular that she actually reshared. Uh, she since she did take it down, but you know it's too little, too late. And Lucasfilm called the the post abhorrent, and they could they well, it seems as though they just couldn't um, couldn't work with her anymore after that. And this has kind of been coming for a long time now, I suppose. A lot of people were saying that people like Pedro Pascal was actually trying to uh, convince Gina Carano to change her ways, and uh, she didn't. Obviously, she kept on posting on social media. People were desperately trying to stop her from posting things on social media because it was getting people so riled up. Again, that is a form of, uh, of, um, of what's the word, well, silencing that I, I don't really like. I think it's, I don't think that's on to, to tell people to do that. But when you start getting into these, these areas that she got into, it can get very murky and it can get very difficult and um, people get upset and, uh, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of understandable why they, they, got, they got so upset, but... One of, one of the things I was I was kind of looking at was um, well what's what's going to be happening afterwards? What's Lucasfilm going to do afterwards? So there's there have been reports that Lucasfilm will not recast the role uh, and just kind of leave it as it is. There have also been reports that Lucasfilm will recast the role and they've been putting names like Lucy Lawless out there and Lana Parilla as well and uh, all sorts of different names have been have been mentioned. Uh, but now we've got this petition on change.org. There are lots of petitions on change.org. They exist uh, and they'll always exist. And they a lot of them get very, very popular. This one, this one, though, for Gina Carano, has proven to be extremely popular. It's actually now got over 50,000 uh, signatures, which is a lot considering it's only, it's kind of, well, it is quite recent. Uh, and um, it's like, I mean, I don't think Disney will pay attention to um to something like this, it's not really something that they pay attention to these sorts of things. So at the moment, it's at sixty, uh, sorry, fifty-six thousand signatures. I'm just checking it now. Um, I, I understand why people are signing it. I, I'm, honestly, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I haven't signed it because uh, I don't tend to sign petitions um, because I don't really think they make any difference. But it kind of shows, at least to me, it shows. The appetite out there that 56,000 people are willing to sign this petition because they are so desperate to get Gina Carano to come back to play this role. Um, Cara June was reportedly going to be a big part of Rangers of the New Republic, which is the upcoming Star Wars show. So, you know, it's going to be difficult for Disney to move forward from this because Gina, Gina Carano was Cara June. I don't think she's a particularly amazing actress, but I think she was actually very good as Cara June. She really fit that role. And, um, She'll be hard to replace. She will be hard to replace in that role. And that's something that, that Disney's going to work out because, of course, there are also reports that she was going to play a big part in The Mandalorian Season 3 as well, uh, which makes sense. So I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. People are very upset about this. Again, I understand why they are, um, you know, but... It seems as though Gina Carano is okay. Uh, she's going to be starring in a Ben Shapiro uh, movie. Uh, he's it's his company, like the Daily Wire, they're called, that are producing it, and I think it's all about cancel culture. Uh, you know, I wouldn't really align myself with someone like Ben Shapiro, but you know, she's got a gig, so that's good. But she has been dropped by a talent agency, which isn't good news. Uh, so she's got to find a new talent agency. But I'm pretty sure she'll bounce back and she'll be fine. Um, Cara June, on the other hand, I'm not so sure about. I think that character might be done, which is a shame because I think she was really, really good. And, I mean, 
that's how I feel about it. Just a like it's it's annoying, but I understand why Lucasfilm felt they needed to do what they did. I understand why people are annoyed about this. I know I feel it sounds like I'm sitting on the fence on this one, but again, as I've said in previous episodes, um, you know, you have to that there is if you're if you're starring in a Disney show and a Star Wars show, for for that matter, you do have to be a role model. And she was. I mean, her character really was. But the stuff that, I mean, most of the stuff that Gina Carano was posting on social media seemed to be quite, you know, positive. Um, but that sort of thing, I think, is really not on it. Doesn't set a, it doesn't set a good example. And uh, you have to be held responsible for your actions. And unfortunately, uh, that meant that she was fired. Is it fair? No. Should people be fired for what they say on social media? Ugh, I, I mean, it depends. And to be honest, I don't think so. But, you know, that's that's the world we live in at the moment. Uh, right. Well, let me th- let me know what you think about that in the comments below. Moving on to a new, the news. Well, so reportedly, not reportedly, actually, Gina Carano said this herself. So she said this in an interview and that she was actually banned uh, from doing any press for The Mandalorian Season 2, which has me make, makes me wonder, well, does this mean that actually Disney knew that this was going to be a problem uh, before that post? Well, it seems they did. So obviously they've spoken to her about it. If they were banning her from uh, from doing press for the, for, the, for the series, that means that there was a problem. Uh, she said this was a heart. This was heartbreaking, but I didn't want to take um, away from the hard work of any of everyone who worked on the project. So I said okay. That was the last time I was contacted about any public, any type of public statement or apology from Lucasfilm. I found out through social media, like everyone else, that I'd been fired. You know, and that's that's not that's not fair, really, is it? It's it's not fair to find out on on Twitter basically that you've been fired. But she was basically told not to do any press for the for the second season so that might explain why uh i mean why we didn't really see that what what that would explain why we didn't really see her do anything uh any sort of press for the second season we did see i think uh pedro pascal do some do some interviews and i think i believe he must have been the only one actually uh but yeah it looks like they kind of got her out of it the the thing is though uh, it's it that I mean, with a pandemic going on and stuff like that. So I know, I know. Well, John Favreau definitely did press for season two. Um, uh, he was one of the main main people behind that. I think, yeah, Pedro Pascal was as well. I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember anyone else that did any press for the the season. Well, the, se- the second season of the Mandalorian. Again, the other problem is that we're in the, in the middle of a global pandemic, so there wasn't really much press. The show did still did very well, so it looks like that might not really matter anymore. But it's not it's not cool um, banning her from press. I think that was a bit weird. But also, it kind of it indicates to me that that Disney knew there was a problem and that they were already trying to kind of push her away a bit from the show uh, and have have other people be um, you know front and center, which is again a shame because I think Gina Carano is is uh, she's I mean apart from what she posted on social media, I think she'd be very good in a in a press situation. But let me know what you think about all that in the comments below. Right, Lucasfilm, um, sorry, not Lucasfilm, Marvel, uh, There apparently there's going to be a Luke Cage and Iron Fist team up in a future Disney Plus series. So this comes from uh, Geekosity, uh, Mikey Sutton over there is saying this is going to happen. And this to me makes perfect sense. We already reported that um, 
Mike Coulter is being apparently is uh, is coming back. Kevin Feige wants him to come back to play Luke Cage. Uh, Finn Jones, it looks like he's going to be recast. Uh, that uh, Iron Fist is going to be recast, which is a shame because I think Finn Jones is good, but obviously not as good as the others. Uh, so whoever will play him will get to start alongside possibly Mike Coulter as Luke Cage in a Disney Plus series. Uh, I think that's a good series. It sounds like they're going to be introducing Iron Fist in a future Shang-Chi movie. Uh, or Shang-Chi movie, sorry, and uh, not the next one, not the one that's coming out, possibly Shang-Chi 2, um, and they'll be recasting it so and rebooting the role. But they're rebooting all of these roles by the looks of it. They're rebooting Dead, uh, Daredevil, they're rebooting The Punisher, they'll be rebooting Luke Cage as well, and they're rebooting Iron Fist and Jessica Jones. So basically by rebooting, what they're, what what they're going to be doing is going to be the same people apart from Finn Jones apparently playing these characters, uh, but they'll just not mention the Netflix Marvel TV shows, which... I'm not a big... I mean, I liked those shows, but they got... I thought they got a bit bad by the end, and I, I don't care. As long as the actors get to play them in in, in the the MCU, I don't really mind if they, you know, they they, uh, they reference them or not. Right. Uh, oh, Freddie. Yes, awful how someone can lose their job over words on an internet social media platform. Yes, it is Orwellian. It is very Orwellian. I think, I think you're right. The, the, the problem I have with it and I think a lot of people have with it as well is, is it's a bit different when you're a public figure like Gina Carano was or is um, everything she was saying was very very you know it was getting more traction than than something someone else would say that's not quite as famous on social media and I think also it was the nature of the post I think that was the main thing uh, it's no I don't think it's um I think it's just the, the the fact that it was so it was just so outrageous and just not on it was I'm not going to discuss what the post was because I just don't want to get into that but it I think that was the main thing and uh, I think that was the problem it's a shame I, I've said that before it is a shame that she's been fired but again I can understand why they did it and um, I can understand why people are annoyed about it right moving on moving on to HBO Max is apparently looking to cast a uh, an actor of color to play um, to play Constantine in the series. So it was revealed the other day that John Constantine is going to get his own series on HBO Max. This, of course, is different to the Constantine we're going to be seeing in The Sandman, uh, which is a Netflix series that's an, uh, based on the Neil Gaiman comics, uh, and it's going to be different from Matt Ryan, the the CW version, and it's also not going to be uh, uh, Keanu Reeves who played uh, who played Constantine in the movie Constantine so there have been rumors, rumors that Riz Ahmed is is um, was in the running those apparently are untrue they're false uh, but I mean there are lots of actors that people have been suggesting online so like an actor Asian actors could play the role that the only thing I don't mind about any of that I think that's fine the only thing I think so. I've heard people saying that Daniel D. Kim or Tim Kang would be great in the role. Uh, I've I myself have said that Henry Golding could be good um, in the role. And the thing that the only thing that I care about, uh, as far as Constantine is concerned, is that the actor be British, because I mean I, I know I am English, so it's kind of I'm British, so it's one of those things people might. <laughs> but I think it's actually quite important uh, that that because that's such a big part of the characters that he's from Liverpool, and it's. Uh, it is a big thing. He's so British and so kind of, yeah, it's Liverpudlian in in many ways. And that is a big part of it. And there's actually never been an actor, because Matt Ryan, I think, is Welsh. So, you know, but he does a good job. But there's never been an actor, apart from Taryn Edgerton, who is from Merseyside, 
in in the UK. There's never been an actor to play John Constantine that's actually from, uh, well, from the place where he's meant to be from. Um, you know, we've got Matt Ryan, who's British, um, that, and that's the closest we've ever got to. Keanu Reeves was uh, was is American. Uh, Taron Egerton did it. Play, voiced the character in an audiobook in the audiobook version of The Sandman and he was actually really good and uh, there are reports that he's going to be cast or he has been cast as Constantine in the Sandman series which I think is perfect casting personally but um, if they're looking to change the role up a bit that's fine uh, just as long as they they keep it British that's all I care about but uh, <coughs> it also sounds like this is going to be a very dark a kind of a rendition interpretation of the character which I also am all for because I think that's something that's actually quite important um, and this is of course coming from Bad Robot and Bad Robot uh, there that's JJ Abrams's company and uh, they're also doing a Justice League Dark series they're apparently doing um, doing a Superman movie but that's kind of gone cold uh, I haven't heard much about that but I think it's good. I think uh, I think all of this news is good. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing John Constantine back uh, in a big way, and it looks like he is coming back in a big way. He's getting his own series, and he's going to be uh, in uh, in the Sandman. So that's good. That's all good news. Possibly be in Justice. Well, he would be in Justice League Dark as well. Right, moving on, and moving on to HBO Max has revealed the first look at the Aquaman animated series. So this is called Aquaman King of Atlantis, and uh, I'll bring up the. Um, that's the first look. That's the first image we've had of the upcoming Dis, um, kind of HBO Max animated TV show. I love this look. For me, it, it reminds me a lot of um, Adventure Time, which is a series that I really, really do adore. And uh, it's the same kind of art style. And it looks kind of... Uh, that's, of course, uh, Aquaman there and Mira there with him. And it's, uh, it's being executive produced by uh, James Wan, who is, of course, the director of the Aquaman movie. And he's directing Aquaman 2 as we speak. Uh, but let me know what you guys think about that. Do you like the look of that? I am I think it looks pretty good, actually, personally. I think it's a pretty good-looking uh, um, TV show. It, might, might, it sounds like it'd be a bit mad, which I'm all for, because uh, I like this sort of stuff. I like things being a bit bonkers. And uh, maybe it'd be in the, in the same kind of vein as the Harley Quinn show, which apparently is very, very good. I've heard lots of good things about that, and you can watch that over on HBO Max. Right, moving on, and moving on to some TV news. So the the big thing I wanted to talk about today, apart from the Mortal Kombat trailer, which I'm going to be talking about a bit late in a, a bit later on, but there have been rumors. So this is something that I just think is just really weird. That for some reason people online really have it in for the Batman movie, and they're coming up with all these rumors about there being problems on set, problems between. Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves, that they're not getting along, that they just want to get the movie done, that they're really fed up with the whole thing. Look, I have asked a lot of people about all this stuff, and everyone that I've asked, because I actually do know a couple of people that are working on this film, and everyone that I've asked has said that this is utter nonsense, that that there aren't any problems on set, that it's all just hearsay, and none of it's from very reliable sources. So I think like the Daily Mail posted some stuff and saying that, uh, crew members are saying that it's that it's a nightmare that Robert Pattinson and and, uh, and Matt Reeves are just getting on each other's nerves and now we're getting this rumor from of all places 4chan which if you don't know what 4chan is it's not a good site it's an image board website and it's awful it's a terrible terrible place and I, I refuse to go to it which is why I didn't know about this until relatively recently 
But this is now doing the rounds, and it's th- this person is saying that they work on this. They're working on the set of the Batman, and in about a week or so, all media will go after him um, for what he and Zoe did on set of the Batman last week. So he's basically saying that um, <laughs> that Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz were caught having sex on the car on the oh, sorry on the Batmobile prop. <laughs> Which and then Matt Reeves is apparently utterly furious with him and interrupted them. Honestly, I've put so there's an article on the site and I called it an exclusive because what I did was when I read this, I was like, "What is this nonsense?" Uh, And like he literally, apparently Matt Reeves told uh, Passant, "This is according to this guy that posts this on 4chan." Now, if you're going to leak anything. Uh, don't leak it on 4chan. It's like the worst place to leak anything because it's literally a place full of terrible, terrible people. And uh, it's it's not a good place to be. And um, if this is a real leak, which uh, when I was reading it, I was like, I'm going to have to, ch- I'm going to have to look into this because this sounds utterly bonkers. And actually, ve- to me, it sounds completely made up. 4chan's not the place to be leaking it. It really isn't. You you talk to a journalist, or you know you you, co- you contact people. You don't you don't post it on 4chan. No, no. But anyway, and also the way that this person talks about crew members, they actually, they say workers, which is just wrong. That's not how you call them. Um, me and a lot of workers with Matt Reeves. It just doesn't make any sense. Someone that's in the business would know not to talk like this and not refer to things like that in that sense. It just no, it doesn't. It doesn't stick. Um, they said apparently uh, Matt Reeves told Pattinson, "You are the most entitled narcissistic actor I've ever worked with. You go, ba- <laughs> you go back to work. We finished filming in March, and then we are done. I don't want to ever hit. Uh, I don't want to ever work with you after this film." So. All right, fine. Um, direct quote, apparently. <sighs> why do people? Why are people so um, against this movie? I don't understand it. Uh, like you can, a lot of this is propagated by YouTubers. Um, people. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to name names, but there are certain YouTube channels out there that really love to post stuff saying that there's issues on the Batman set. Uh, I and and it stems for me. I think it does stem from some bizarre hatred of Robert Pattinson. They just are desperate, desperate to to make him look bad. And I, I suppose it stems from the fact that he played Edward in Twilight. And you know what? I actually thought he was as good as he possibly could have been in those films. But to me, it really doesn't make sense. It does not make sense because all of this is nonsense. So I asked some people that, again, and I've actually, for instance, I've spoken to Zoe Kravitz in the past. I interviewed her for the Divergent movies a couple of, a couple of years back, and she was really, really lovely. And, um, you know, and they're both professionals. They wouldn't do this. They're, 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 it's just it's, it's something that, especially on, on a set of, of something so public really like i mean in a weird way like the batman is a massive blockbuster you know it's it's warner brothers that's well it's a warner brothers movie it's it's a big deal you know you wouldn't do this you and there have been no like literally no before this only people that were talking about both actors could only say nice things about them literally saying they're the nicest people to work with uh, they're really good to work with on set especially robert pattinson a lot of people calling him a gentleman and things like that and like uh, Christopher Nolan saying that he'd love to work with him again and, you know, all this stuff. So why, why is there all of a sudden all this all this stuff saying he's terrible on set, he's awful to work with, he's narcissistic, blah, blah, blah. 
And then apparently Matt Reeves is impossible to work with, according to some people saying that he has to do, uh, you know, take after take after take, basically claiming that he's like David Fincher. There have been no no reports of that on any of his other films. Everyone else has said he's really good to work with. So it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. But what for some reason, people are desperate to say this is happening, that this is a thing. Anyway, as I said, <laughs> that's a bit of a rant. But here's, I, so I asked some people about this that I know are, are connected to the movie. Some are actually working on it as we speak. And this is what they said. This didn't happen. It's utter rubbish spread by some guy on the internet. That was the first person uh, to say this. And then another person added that, I, I, and again, I do know these people quite well. And uh, and they are connected to it. One is is de- is 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 very much involved. But it said, uh, no, this other person says, no, do not believe these rumors. All the stuff out there being, um, sorry, all the stuff out there on being, with being issues on the set are not true. So I did, copy and paste this and so I think there's a mistake in it. Uh, Rob and Zoe were not caught having, um, yes, <laughs> sorry, there are some st- spelling mistakes in this, hard to check that, uh, having sex on a bloody Batmobile. Uh, also, no issues between Rob and Matt. They have their differences on certain things, but it's all creative stuff about the character and they are getting along. Uh, and then uh, this person who is, I'm, I'm not going to go, I, I did say I've known this person since my school days said, um, what I can say is that there's no truth to these rumors. Seems like a lot of YouTubers and people on the internet having something against the film. Don't know why, but they love making um, uh, they love making and spreading these making up and spreading these rumors on the internet. This Robin Zoe one is one of the most inventive yet. So, yeah, it's, it's again, it's just it's one of those things that is like. For some reason, people love spreading these sorts of things about this movie and about Robert Pattinson. And now Zoe Kravitz has unfortunately been put in the mix as well. And it's just, it's really something that it gets me annoyed because there's no need for it. It's, it's like just creating problems where there are none. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just ty- fixing the typos. Uh, do you not believe the rumors that and Zoe were not caught? Also, no. It should they have their differences? Crazy stuff. Okay, uh, right. That's all. That's all changed. <laughs> um, right. So uh, again, it's just it's one of those things. I wanted to get that out there for you guys because it's something that's not it's not happening. It's just not happening. There aren't there aren't these issues on the set. They're getting it done. They're getting it filmed. There are problems with people getting coronavirus. Now that's, that is genuine. That there are problems with people catching coronavirus on set and they're having to shut it down. It actually, just happened. I think uh, Rob Pattinson's um, his stunt double is was uh, tested tested positive for coronavirus, so that is an issue, and that might be causing issues on set and making things a bit you know tense. But it's not that there's a massive problem between Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. That's that's not the issue. And and if anything, Rob Pattinson signed. A multi-film contract, so you know it's a lot of money that's involved for him as well, and it's a lot of money that's involved for the studio. So they're going to want to make sure that everything is going on as smoothly as possible. Now, that this isn't to say that there aren't ever problems on set on movies. There always are. I mean, actors are notoriously um, can be notoriously difficult to work with. It's just that the this isn't the case with Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. They're not those sorts of actors, and they're just people that are very into their craft, and uh, Robert Pattinson especially is very into his, his like, he only wants to work with certain directors, and he wa- wants to do the best job he possibly can. Zoe Kravitz is very professional as well, so 
it's just upsetting that that people would spread this sort of stuff but you know that's the world we live in nowadays but let me know what you think about that in the comments below right moving on and moving on to what i was really looking forward to doing and that's a, a live reaction to mortal kombat's very first trailer and um, i'll give you um I mean, what what I'll say is that uh, I have watched it before, um, and uh, I'll get it up here for you guys. And it is brilliant. It is really, really brilliant. And uh, I just want to check that it's working. Right. So I've got I've got the sound off because I just wanted to go. So here we go. There. Wait. I, this is the very first time I've ever done anything like this, so bear with me. That, that I keep on missing him. So this is Sub-Zero, if I can ever get him up. And uh, Sub-Zero is... Oh, I don't want John Camp yet. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to redo that. <laughs> I had it all teed up, and then it got to John Camp here. I'm just going to stop on certain frames in this trailer. It goes so fast, it's really difficult to get us... Right, here we go. There we go. That's I've got, I've got it up now. So there we go. That is that is Sub Zero, and he is kind of going to be the main villain in this movie, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, now I am a massive, massive fan of these uh, of of the Mortal Kombat video games. I think they're really quite fun. And one of the things that here we go, we noticed. I'm not going to play it because it is quite violent. Um, but one of the things I noticed about this about this movie is they're really going for the kind of finishing stuff that's in the game, so that you have the finishing move. And uh, and it looks like and it looks like they're going to be bringing that into and it's of course a Warner Brothers uh, movie, New Line Cinema. They're going to be bringing that into the movie. So this is actually he is a new character. Uh, this is a character that hasn't actually been in the um, in the movie in the in the videos before. It's called Cole, and um, yeah, he's uh, he's kind of looks like he's going to be out the main protagonist and he's going to be one of the uh, one of the champions. And uh, there we go. We we got some really good shots, especially at the end. Um, here we go. And where's where's the one I wanted to show you guys next? Here we go. The, this the, the the bit of the bit of the trailer that I was really really looking for. This is so much gore in it. Was here we go. The clash between these two. So you got Sub Zero, and I'm blanking on his name at the moment. If you can let me know. But this Mortal Kombat trailer is, is again, as I said before, it's very violent. It's quite gory, but it's one of those. It's one of those things that it's exactly what it's supposed to be, and uh, I'm really, really looking forward to this thing. I just wanted to bring up my article because I'm blanking on all their names at the moment. But it's uh, here we go. <clears throat> Oh, it's going to be R-rated as well. So it's played by Lewis Tan, is the the guy that's playing Cole Young, and he's an MMA fighter in the um, in the movie, and he's being and basically that he's being hunted down by Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsu, who's uh, and his best warrior Sub Zero. So uh, here's the plot synopsis: Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special forces major who bears some um, the strange the same strange dragon marking Cole was born with. Uh, soon he finds himself at the temple of Lord Raiden, an elder god and the protector of Earthrealm who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here Cole trains with experienced warriors Liu Kang, Kung Lao and rogue mercenary Kano as he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld uh, at, in a high-stakes battle for the universe. But Cole will be pushed hard enough to unlock his... Um, uh, sorry, I can't... Arc Arcana? 
um, Arcana, I think. Arcana? I don't know how to say that. The immense power from which his, uh, from within his soul in time to save not only his family but stop Outworlds once and for all. So it's it sounds pretty good. It's directed by a guy called Simon McC- McCoyd. It's uh, uh, produced by James Wan and Todd Garner and the film was written by Greg Russo uh, and Dave Callahan and Oren Uziel. Uziel, I hope I say, I hope I'm saying those names properly, but it's got you know you got Scorpion the the, the yeah the, tre- the 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 big battle at the end is between Scorpion and Sub Zero and they're like two of the main characters from the Mortal Kombat video games, uh, but you've also got uh, Melina and Raiden in there as well, so it's something that I'm really really looking forward to and uh, it's coming out on April 16th uh, uh, over here in I think it's coming to Sky in the UK and uh, like Canada Plus in France but in America it's coming to HBO Max I don't think cinemas are going to be open by then so I think we're still going to have to watch it on streaming which is a shame but it's just one of those things unfortunately uh, let me know what you think about the Mortal Kombat trailer is this something you're looking forward to I am really looking forward to this thing so let me know in the comments below right moving on and moving on to Ezra Miller and the Flash movie has officially started production Barbara, Barbara Muschietti who's the producer uh, revealed this on Instagram in a in a, a post and a, and a picture and that that well that's been a development hell for a while now so we're getting that and it's being directed by Andy Muschietti and of course we're going to get to see uh, Michael Keaton's Batman and uh, Ben Affleck's Batman in the movie which is very very exciting uh, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel apparently will be in Thor Love and Thunder so this comes I got this from Geekosity but it comes from a site which is called Crazy Days and Nights but <coughs> I got it from uh, Geekosity and apparently she's been filming in secret. So that's pretty fun. And then finally, John Cena has, is uh, signed on apparently to star in a fantasy and a new fantasy comedy movie, which they're looking to turn to a franchise called Movie Night. And that'll be directed by Jason Bateman. And it's got no relation to the movie Game Night, which he was also in, um, Jason Bateman. Uh, John Cena, no, John Cena wasn't in that. But, um, and that's with that, I'll say goodbye. Thank you very much for watching. It was a bit rushed at the end, but uh, I can only fit these into a short window. But thank you very, very much for watching. Again, if you would like to follow Small Screen, you can. You can follow us at Small Screen Co. Uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, you can do that as well. Uh, you can follow me at EJ Lauder on Twitter and go to the site that's at small-screen.co.uk um, where you can find all the articles that I've been talking about this evening. Uh, what else can you do? We also release this as a podcast and that you can find that at Small Screen Stories. If you could give us a five-star rating, uh, that'd be really, really cool as well. I'd love that. And uh, you can, what else can you do? You can like and subscribe <laughs> uh, over here on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch as well. And with that, I'll say goodbye. Thank you very, very much for watching, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. Cheers. <laughs>